Oh man, I've had so much anxiety lately. Son of a bitch. I'm going to get all my shit when I pass away, you know? I know death is just around the corner at the young... Okay. This is Joke So Funny, the podcast. I'm Daniel. Hi, Daniel. This is our host, John Lewis. Hi, guys. And we're waiting on Stephen Feldman. He'll be here in a bit. He just texted me. He's, uh, you know, going to come through the gate, the side yard, and he's going to come sit down in that chair, and he's going to just shoot some funny jokes at us. And it's going to be amazing. So everybody just hang tight. Until then, Daniel and I are here to entertain your earbuds. I'm just standing on my knees waiting for Stephen Feldman to shoot his jokes at me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Stephen Feldman, we're waiting on him. He's here now. It's the Joe Cash Hour. <laughs> sort of. No, Joe's not here today, but I'm sad about it because he really helped me to be slightly more um, vocal, mm. I should say. Maybe um, lively is another word that I would use I think, to describe. I think you bring the liveliness anyway. You don't feel I'm, that way? I feel like I'm usually a lot more calm and relaxed. Mm. Mellow. Mellow. What word. about we say Fellman's Mellow Minute? That could be your thing. Instead of the Joe yeah. Cash Hour. We'll do, we'll do 60 seconds of me just being like, yeah. hey, guys. All right. Say with 60 How's seconds. I want to give you 60 seconds. All right. I'm looking at the clock. Say a very mildly interesting thing, and what will be Feldman's Mellow Minute. Go. I have had enough Japanese rice wine to make Bruce Lee sleep with a non-white hooker. All right, that that was about ten seconds. Oh, that was it. Chill. Yeah, that was it. Oh man, it felt like an hour for me, man. That's a lot of work. It's <laughs> a lot of work. Had a lot of sake tonight, huh? Yeah, dude. Me and sake have been having a great time. Do you normally drink sake? No, only when I go to the Japanese places, man. The Japanese steakhouses have, like, this time though. I swear to God, I know you're supposed to like put it in like a a pot and yeah. boil it. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they were just sticking that shit in the microwave because it was coming out <laughs> super hot, man. <laughs> Sounds Everybody amazing. that was drinking it with me was like, it's hot. And I just had my hands up in the air going, oh. <laughs> What's your favorite Japanese restaurant trick? Where, like, you know how they, the chef comes over to the table? Oh, and with, like, the, the train, yeah, throws yeah. the egg in his hat, shoots he, the shrimp in his hat. Mm. Did he have know. the little boy pissing out the, the vinegar? I, I really like the one where the dude, like, fakes throwing the knife at somebody oh. and catches it and brings it back. Because I feel like that's the one. A lot of liability on that one. Yeah, like you had to practice that one the most, yeah. you know? That's the one. That, I don't feel like that's the hardest one to do, but it's the one that costs you the most if you fuck it up. Yeah, it's the one is yeah, there's a lot laying on that. Like you got to – there's really a lot riding on me not sticking the six-year-old with the little pronged. What do you think? How long do you think it would take you, Daniel, to learn how to throw the prong without stabbing someone in the eye? I think just one time. Once? Yeah, because then he would lose his job. <laughs> That'd be the one time that I'd be like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I've never practiced this, but I'm going for it. And if I still have a job? Which, let's get real here. One of my favorite things to do, though, at the Japanese steakhouse is to, like, touch Like, yourself. we live in Lubbock, Texas, so, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Mexican guy that's preparing your food. Or Filipino. Yeah. Let's be progressive. Or No, more than often, the guy's Mexican, like, hey, my Mexican name is Marcus. Dude, you're getting comfortable. Take I am. I'm food. taking my shoes off. Look at this. But my favorite thing to do is be like, after he's served all the food, be like, how is everything? Be like... Uh, the steak was a little bit more medium well. I ordered it medium. 
and just watch him just be like, oh shit. Like it just crushes their spirit no. because there's no way for them to test that. This like, told me so much about your personality. I have learned so much about Stephen Feldman in 10 seconds. Maybe something about your character. Well, it's just like, I work at a restaurant. Sure. I, I work okay. at, as, at, a bar, at a bar, like as a bartender. If somebody's uh-huh. like, if they send their drink back, I always drink it. And I'm like, no, nah, you're just being picky. But there's no way that you can, like, take back a piece of steak no way. and taste it. And it's just this poor teenager that's, like, working at a Japanese steakhouse. That's, like, his high school job. <laughs> and he just ruined his whole day. And it's very funny to me. Oh, poor guy. I used to work at Johnny Carino's, right? So this is my one waiting gig. And it made me decide that I would never be waiting again. The way it would work for me is I was really, really good at taking care of one table out of five. So, so yeah. I would just kill one table. Like, the best service I'd ever seen. The other tables were lucky if they got a water refill the whole night. Like, I just wouldn't even mention them. So, like, one night, it literally, my bills were, like, my tips at the end of the night were 50, 0, 0, 0, 0, $5, $10. Those were my tips. I got stiffed by, like, over half of the tables. I mean, that, yeah, that's that's the usual gig. Is There's that- always that one table that'll, like, I feel like everybody needs to know. There's always the one table that will ask like for too much stuff mm. at the beginning. I like, feel like that's always my wife's table. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, nothing against nothing against Saba. Like I love her, but like anytime we go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. she needs water without ice. Mm. Oh wait, does your like egg drop soup is it made with chicken broth? <laughs> because oh my God. okay, if it is, can you make it with vegetable broth? It's like, lady. No, no. It's not the kind of thing they can do. Or they might lie to you. I mean, yeah, sure. They usually do, and I Uh, go along with it. I would love to lie to customers about this stuff like that. You got to find a a balancing point. Sure. See, but I I feel that, though, because I was a vegetarian for eight years. Whoa. I was a vegetarian from 14 to 22. I didn't eat anything that was an animal. Like That's I would amazing. very very rarely eat eggs. I would eat eggs because it was mm-hmm. mom's. Like mom would make me do that shit. Sure. And I, I still to this day really don't fuck with milk. Like I, not a lot of animal products. I wasn't pure vegan because those people are fucking insane. Well, but okay. What's weird is like the social justice vegans. Like okay, be vegan, but don't make me feel bad about it. An SJV. Is that what that is? Social justice vegan. vegan yeah. well, see, that's the difference, though. Is like I understand like, like having stuff murder. that you don't eat or can't eat. Yeah. If somebody's like, hey, I can't eat onions because I have an allergy to sure. it. Or if someone's like, hey, I don't eat bread mm-hmm. because of the gluten thing or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I get that. No bread. That's easy to write on a ticket sure. or to remember. I don't write anything down when I take your order. But like the complex dietary laws are really difficult. If, if somebody's like really difficult, hey, let me get a cheeseburger. Okay, I don't want any cheese. I don't want any bread. I just want the meat. And mm. then, can you make sure that it's medium? I like I have a little bit of pink in the middle. Also, I want mm. some bacon, but I don't want any lettuce. A little bit of tomato, oh. onion, and they're like they just like layer off all this stuff. It's like, dude, it's a burger. Like just. you literally just ordered meat. Like you want, <laughs> like if you want to order meat, just order meat. But why are you giving me the burger thing? Like, the worst to like, me are like people that. who are too extra with their pizza, though, because pizza, oh. like the, a bear, like the you know, like the the standard uh. issue pizza is basic <laughs> cheese, basic sauce, pepperonis, right? Like you don't, yeah. you do not need to stray very and far bread. from that. Yeah, and bread, right? And if you have maybe two extra ingredients, fine. If you go over that, screw you. 
Like, I'm not sitting all day worrying about what's going to be on your pizza. You know what I mean? And the worst thing in the world is when you have to compromise and split the damn thing in half because you know it's only making their life harder. Dude. But you got pizza for us. That you, was happening. You guys know that there's a gluten-free oh, sure. pizza. I love you. Okay. You've seen the gluten-free pizza, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. cardboard. It's, it's garbage. It's literally fucking cardboard. It is cardboard with sauce So and bad. And it's disgusting. And it's like, yo, okay, you have a gluten allergy? Guess what? Some foods don't work for you anymore. Pizza is one of them. Stop ruining it for everybody. I hate it. Yeah. I want to throw something out there real quick. We just passed 20,000 downloads and listeners. And so I want to say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast because that's a big deal to me. And so I don't, like, I don't bring that up just to be like weird or whatever, even though it kind of is. But like to me, when we started doing this like three or four months ago, I had no idea it was going to take off to the degree that it has. You know? And so it's a big deal to me that there's a place that we can like do this and have people on and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty great. Cool. Um, hold on, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like that was stupid. I didn't have anywhere to go with that. That's okay. Just you just dying. wanted to throw in the reference because I've just been dying to say, "Hold on, Ricky," <laughs> as like, a Joe Cash reference. Yeah, just because I love that guy. And <laughs> it's our new thing. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But you know, it is great to be able to reach and touch so many lives, and hopefully, like one day, like. <laughs> We can, you know, make some money off of this and get some sponsors. So, sure. like, someone will forgive John Lewis for saying the f bomb so many times. Yeah, I'm and be sorry. Like, Here's like a couple I'm, thousand dollars. I'm really fucking sorry, guys. I really am. I usually I come on this podcast and I talk about the fact that I'm a comedian. I guess today we're talking about the fact that I've worked in the food industry a lot too. I don't That's know if fun too. Poorly, sure, anyway, but yeah, it's comical how bad you are at being a waiter. Having, yeah, Just that's kidding. why I'm doing this Probably comedy thing. I'm making shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I was really bad at being a waiter. You were probably pretty good at it. I could I actually, see you being really fucking good at it. I had that. a moment earlier today where this man was talking to me about, uh, so, oh God, he was being a smart ass about something. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me a question about where a brewery was. Uh, and like, I work at a beer place. So I was sure. like, Cute. man, honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> and I said, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I know that we're running out. Because I saw the Al Gore documentary, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you could use a Google on this. Sure. Because I, right. I, I know we're running out of Googles, but <laughs> we, could, we could probably spare one for this question. I can give a few away. Like, I mean, I've got plenty of Googles if he you want to use one of mine. He didn't get that I was being a smartass for, like, <laughs> way too long. And then when he did... That's great. Like, they had been in there for a minute, too, dude. They spent, like, 60 bucks just on lunch. Wow. And this dude left me $2, no doubt. He was mad. Worth it? That's how, no, totally worth it. That's how uh, so worth it. Just to watch his face when he realized that I was like <laughs> fucking with him. Like, that oh, was amazing. Shit, he got me. Because he had been being, he was just being real sharp tongue. You know, people think they're so fucking witty. Yeah. When they're dealing course, with people yeah. that are their servants. Well, it's like it's boss complex where it's like you kill in every room that you pay. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, right. if you have to get on stage for five minutes anywhere where people are not interested in you, they're just interested in the jokes, you'd bomb. You know, like you couldn't do any time, but because you're in a position of power, people have to laugh for you. Oh, you know? yeah. They're like, you, it's better, boss complex. you better be fucking good. Where, yeah. Which in this case, it was like, you better be nice to me and right. make sure that I think I'm funny. And then it was like, oh, you don't know who the fuck you're fucking with, bro. <laughs> I don't care. I That's your thing. All day, every day. 
It's like a superpower. Not giving a fuck is a superpower. If you can come in with the power of, like, I don't care what happens to me in this situation, you, like, are literally invincible to the things that people use. That's a psychological thing. You know, the person with the least amount of interest Mm. holds the power in negotiation, in your relationships. Very true. That's why, like, men are always negotiating for sexual attention. Oh. Because females are not that interested. They don't give a fuck. They do not <laughs> no. care. In the literal sense, they don't they give, don't give a, a fuck. fuck. Yeah, nine times out of ten, shout out to my brothers out there. You're probably going, hey, how you feeling tonight? <laughs> you want to take a shower? We all been there. <laughs> it's like, I cooked dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you say that to your wife? <laughs> no. I'm hey, just... how you feeling? You want to take a shot? Oh, I cooked dinner. <laughs> <laughs> He does not want to take a shot. You slept no. in this morning. <laughs> you slept in this morning. That is the douchebag relationship thing. I realized I did this the other day where I was like, hey, honey, here's the remote. Watch anything you want. Oh, by the way, I'm leaving. So, so you phrase something you would do normally as a compliment. It is such a douchey thing to do. And I've caught myself doing it like two or three times now. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't just like do something I would normally and then say, hey, this is me going out of my way to give you something nice. Here's the remote. Haha, ha, just kidding. I was going to give this shit to you anyway because I'm about to leave. I'm making a deal with you right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm a, you just don't know that yet. Well, but it's not like, I mean, it's in certain contexts, everybody does it to a certain degree, right? Where it's yeah. like, hey, I do the laundry all the time. Hey, I do the, you know what I mean? Like, to a certain degree, you you do bring those things up, but it's not going to be a thing. I don't any of that shit from my girlfriend. I'm the only one in this room that's not But married. isn't it like an ethical sort of gray area negotiating for sexual attention? Uh, I mean, I think it's it just depends on the relationship. I think, like, ideally it's a situation in which both partners, like, are serving each other based off of whatever wants and needs they have, you know? So, like, it's like anything else where, like, um, certain people, like, they need someone who's, like, an emotional rock. Like, they're they're somewhat, they're not unstable, but, like, they have more things dramatically that are going on inside of their lives. And they need somebody who's going to be very consistent and firm and just kind of, like, milk toast the whole way through the relationship. And for that person, you might be that person side of the relationship. In some relationships, both couples are very sexually active and they both have, they meet right there in the middle where it's both in their interest to do that. Many relationships are in a situation where one person is extremely <laughs> sexually active, the other person is not at all. And and what works out with those is usually one person winds up serving the other in that context, you know. So I think in a healthy relationship or, I mean, it's different in every relationship. But I would think, you know, ideally what would happen is like, you know, you've got one partner who says, hey, I know I don't want this as much as you do. But like I'm willing to serve you in this area because like I know that like you need help. You know what I mean? And you serve me in other places. Yeah, it's complex for sure. No, it's extremely complicated. And I mean, there's no like there's no direct right or wrong answer. I think it's about your intentions that are involved in it, you know? I think I think most guys in this room have good intentions. There are three guys. <laughs> <laughs> most want, guys in this okay, room. Okay, you got yourself to branch out a little bit and talk about I am not married. Ah, okay. And so what are we going to do, rank butts? These, I don't have to deal with these serious situations. Uh, I have to deal with the fact that I want to break up with my girlfriend because of stuff that she says uh, on a daily basis. Gotcha. And these okay. are a couple of the things. I have them written down in my phone here. Um, <laughs> we have a local record store called Ralph's Records. Yeah, Ralph's is great. Yeah, and the other day, she was like, hey, let's go to Wreck-It Ralph's. Oh, no. <laughs> and she I wasn't. Said, no, because I always give it the benefit of the doubt. And I said, wait. Where do we need to go? And she said, Wreck It Ralph's. Oh, and she repeated no. herself. So I was like, no, 
that's not that that's not the place. I had to correct her at that point, <laughs> and I was upset. And you know what? We did go to Wreck It Ralph's. Did you? Did you we call did it Wreck It Ralph's? Just I to love be funny. I love Ralph's Records. Yeah, yeah. I love that place. But I was so upset with the fact that that's what she legit thought this place was called. Sure. That we didn't go. But you didn't go for no, that reason. That was that kind of like a petty thing to be upset about. There's more. Okay. Um, <laughs> the other day, she was doing such a sweet thing. Uh. So sweet. She was going to get Chinese food from my favorite Chinese food place. That's so nice. Oh, what nice. a kind thing oh, to do. It was so nice. And she was like, what do you want? I was like, give me the General's chicken. Okay. General Tso's chicken. General's chicken is uh. what I called it. So she, I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm getting yeah. ready to just like watch some TV while she's gone, just like chilling mm-hmm. on my phone, whatever, whatever. And she's like, all right. She grabs her keys in her purse and she's like, I'm going. And she's like, you want the Colonel's chicken, right? Oh, no. Oh, oh no! Not the same thing. That that she's headed to KFC right now. KFC. She switched up the restaurants oh, on me. No. Did very, she get it? I was very upset. I didn't correct her on that one. Oh, you didn't correct her. So, I, she, I didn't. so she just came back with like a bucket. Because I really wanted her to stand there in front of a Chinese person and be like, "Can I get the Colonel's chicken?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be funny. I didn't see you it. Go happen, across the street. But I didn't correct her. I didn't correct her. What was that? You go across the street. <laughs> One of the worst ones, though. You was, go now. You cannot. Hey, eat that here. is that's racist. Don't say that. Oh yeah. I can't. I have a Chinese brother, and and I didn't even see. I just raised my voice a little bit, like an octave or two. Oh, you got because it was a girl that was working there. Put a okay. Little, put they a little bass me. in his voice. Who who doesn't know you? They. Who's they? Huh? Them. I don't know. Them. I saw you today in traffic, and I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. He'll tell Actually, you. that I, is weird. I was coming home from work, and I saw uh, this dude. Really? Yeah. Walking, walking down the street. Because I don't have a car. You don't have a car? Wait. I'm not done. All right. I'm not done. Okay. So The please. worst one. This is like you know, comedy's rule of three. Got it. My girlfriend. We're driving home from a movie. Uh-huh. I think we had just seen Black Panther, actually. And so we're talking about some of our favorite actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned Dimsdale, oh. Washington. Oh, no. I'll say it again, Dimsdale, Washington. And the oh, only reason I say no. it again is because I asked her to say it again. And I was like, you oh. can't think that the Academy Award winning actor <laughs> is named after the fantasy town. Oh, this that poor lady. Timmy Turner and his two fairy godparents <laughs> live in. <laughs> Dimsdale. Dimsdale. Dimsdale, Washington. Holy cow. All right, I'm not going to throw stones. And I'm going to tell you why. I was homeschooled, right? So, like, most cultural references I missed out on until I went back and just kind of like relearned everything at like 22, right? Example, right? I was 99% sure until I was 18 that the Backstreet Boys were a hip-hop group. <laughs> 99, just because of the name. Oh, Never God. heard I Want It That Way, had no idea who they were. I just was like, you okay, has kind were. of a syncopated beat to it. Yeah, it's UGK, Outkast, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan, and the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> exactly. Simple. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, when yeah. your culture references are Veggie Tales, Bible Man, and uh, Adventures in Odyssey, it's it's a little difficult to branch out. I remember yeah, like, Bible Man. Really? Oh, my God. That, kind of, that guy's kind of deep tracks. Yeah, no, he's like Bible purple and yellow. Mm-hmm. I want to Bible Man was like a purple man. and yellow superhero. Yeah. I've was... been a Lakers fan since, like, birth. <laughs> So that dude was cool with me. 
But he what was, was the his cheapest. Super- he was his, the cheapest looking superhero of all time. His superpower was that like God was on his side, so right. like you couldn't beat him. It's like yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you're a bad guy. Guess what? The devil and I'm I'm kicking it with God, so you lose. Well, like, it was kind of the worst because there was no kryptonite, and if the, if the kryptonite was always himself, so which is kind of the worst thing ever in a side of a movie, where like the the thing that stops you if you're a superhero is yourself. You're like, well, that's kind of weak. Like, what if Logic Man had just showed up though and be like, I am Logic Man? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh my lord. Yeah, I don't know. That there wasn't a lot of money put into it. The budget was pretty low, and uh, I Wait, don't think has, it got renewed. If I'm being totally honest, I don't yeah. think Netflix is going to pick it up. Yeah, God, uh, Bible man, Bible man. So what happens? Like he was like walking through the desert, uh huh, and he had a and like the the like angel Gabriel came to him, mm-hmm. and he he's like, here's a Bible man, and he's like, here's your suit, uh-huh. you're going to fight people and i am on your side all right well this is how it would work and i'm just going to recap an episode for you so one day there's a bad guy and i don't want to give it all away but his name was satan boy okay so satan boy comes around the corner just just listen to the story okay so listen to the story so satan boy comes around it's me satan boy how you doing today and bible was like satan boy what are you doing here and satan boy was like i'm here to steal your soul and he was like no you're not I'm going to stop you today. I was like, how are you going to stop me? I've got the devil on my side. I was like, wait a second. I thought you were Satan boy. No, I'm just Satan boy. I'm not the devil. I'm just one of his henchmen. And then Bible man, then Bible man was like, well, you're not going to stop me today because I have unlimited loaves and fishes. And then he'd multiply, like he'd be in the grocery store and he'd multiply all the fish and stuff. And he'd just start throwing cans of tuna at him. It was great. So it's like, you know, you get... It was a real episode. That's a real uh, thing that happened. That was a real thing that happened in that show. That's crazy because, first of all, we all went, oh, 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 after he, like, explained... Yeah, his himself like, oh no, I'm not the devil. I'm just devil boy. Right. But first of all, it seems like an unfair match because it's Bible man mm-hmm. versus devil boy. Exactly. There's something kind of like messed up with that. And then he throws Wait, shit you, at him. Are you taking this a mildly homoerotic route? Wait, is that what no. you're doing with this? I would never do that no. with that the would, Bible. That is a screwed up thing to do with a, a book of the Bible, Bible man, okay, a Bible yeah. man book of the Bible. I don't know. Bible Man chapter 3, verse 17. <laughs> Thou shalt not make this homoerotic. I just had this thought in my head. Away with that gay shit. <laughs> of, this is the thought I had in my head. Okay. Okay. You know how people get caught in a, a grain silo? Yeah. Well, it's like Bible Man suffocated Satan boy by just producing as much loaves, loaves of fish. bread <laughs> until he like suffocated. He drowned him in bread. I have a theory about that whole story. <laughs> okay. I hate to get real religious on oh, the Jokes no. of Funny podcast. Okay. But, so Jesus recruited these guys, right? He recruited mm-hmm. 12 dudes. Yeah. And That's like, more like they recru- they saw him and were like, yo, dude. And he's like, yeah. Okay. okay, but they're all fishermen and stuff, right? Sure. And he's like, lay down your nets uh-huh. and follow me. Like, right. leave all of your worldly possessions behind and come with me or however I understand the story to work. That sounds accurate. And then... Like, his first miracle was, like, making a bunch of fish appear. 
Yeah. And it's like, people are hungry, man. Don't you think that what he really did was like, lay down your nets? And then he was like, not really. Bring him. Bring him with him. <laughs> we're going to use those later. Actually, it's, we're going to be hungry as shit in like two days. It's going to be super cool. Everybody's going to think we're magic. Because in case you haven't learned yet, this is the Middle East. We're not in Colorado where there's an abundance of food. Oh, you don't know what Colorado is? That's a place you're going to discover in a few thousand years. Okay. That's actually where I'm from because right. of Jesus. <laughs> and I was born in America. Also, 420 dogs. <laughs> I love wheat. I'm also black. I wasn't born in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. What? This is me talking as Jesus. That's Those are all direct quotes from Jesus. I'm disciple John Lewis, and I'm very confused right now because I am a Middle Eastern person, and I don't know what the hell's going on because, I, one, I've never seen a black guy. Two, I don't know what the hell Colorado is. And three, I'm stoned AF because I'm rolling with my dog Jesus right now. I'm saying the dude had some loud. Had some yeah. what? Loud. Yeah. Okay, you said this the other day, and I'd never heard that expression for weed. You never heard loud. Never heard loud before. Yeah. Nope. Well, we can discuss it on break. Okay. Yeah, we will. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're 48 seconds away? Yeah, we got this new clock in here. It's pretty cool. Let me, let me go ahead and do another minute of me being real mellow. Okay, let's have a Feldman mellow minute. Go. So, guys, I was just... Oh, I don't know what I'm doing now. They told me just kick some freestyles or some just talk or some. I guess about myself. Like you already know how I'm fit to get down when I hit the motherfucking dough. I'm gonna change everything. I'm gonna sit it on his head. Then I'm gonna spin it around. And when I pick it up, it's gonna be ready to throw up. Cause I done showed up. I done showed out. You already know it's cash hour. You know what I'm saying? When I hit this thing, what? Huh, huh, what? Ain't no reason to look confused, cause you already, cause you already know what's supposed to go down. It's supposed to be everything supposed to be unexpected. So stop thinking you supposed to know what's going down. Stop trying this. Hello again. Are we on air? We recording? Yeah. 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 Can you hear when I rub my beard against the mic? What about now? Can you hear that? You can't hear mine because it's I use conditioner beard so radio the podcast um are we recording is that a yes i mean how many times do i gotta be like yeah i I don't (laughs) know i have not gotten a definitive yeah if if my wife says hey babe you want to go to the movies tonight and i go yeah that does not mean yes that means yeah i'll go with you but begrudgingly so like are we it it is rolling now yeah i want to take that for yes yeah. Guys, we're doing a new thing on this podcast. It's called Hot Takes. I'm going to read five headlines. We're going to go around, and you're going to give your hot take on this headline. Okay? Okay, go for it. All right. You yeah, ready? Sounds good. All right. 400-year supply of rare metals discovered in the oceans near Japan. Go. Stephen Feldman, your comment. Wait, there's 400 years of rare metals? Rare metals. Yep. Like like gold? No, like cell phone shit. Like, Elon Musk uh, wants this shit real bad. That kind of stuff. Oh, oh like shit. a supply. Yeah, like a supply. A 400-year uh, supply. And not just for Japan, like, global supply of rare metals. Only Ooh. 400 years? Four, dude, Man, that's I would not. I wouldn't pick it up, time. dude. Don't pick it up. It's out by Japan. What do you think's down just there? leave it there. Dude, you know what's down there. I don't need to even bring it up. Oh, shit. Kaiju. We're talking, what's that show with the robots in it? The movie with the what's robots in it? Rift bro? Pacific Rim. Oh, my God. Godzilla's down there, man. Dude, if That's there's one thing we know for sure, it's that there's weird shit in the oceans off the coast of Japan. Like, this should for be sure. so predictable. For sure. I mean, man, Godzilla's we not... coming out of there. Yeah, we dropped all that crazy shit over there. Yeah. Hmm. There's so much shit in the ocean over there. All the robots, like, off of Pacific Rim, they always come out of the ocean over there. Yep. 
That's so where all the like radiation was. 400 years worth of rare earth metals. Yes. Are they rare anymore? Uh, Not now. I would say so. Are they just earth metals? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's right, man. Yeah, like not anymore. They aren't. They aren't that rare, dude. That's a really good point. Now they're as common as dirt. Now they should be just called if, dirt. If there's more of them than there is like copper and like whatever else, like I, I yeah. can think copper because I would copper. say iron's like all over the fucking place. But sorry, fuck. guys. Our metallurgy, metallurgy. Is okay, this called? is hot takes. We've been talking about this for a hot minute. <laughs> Let's move on. Science Does so hot. The podcast. Point? No, I'm just saying, maybe points. copper is now is rare. Good for rich people. Good for rich people, the podcast. It doesn't affect me at all. I get a faster cell phone. <laughs> what if no, a, what okay, if a super I do common have... metal is now rare because of the fact that they this found the This is a big rare... deal. Let me explain why this is a big deal. Okay, so China has been moving all of their China. resources. China has been moving all of their resources over to Africa for the last like 10 years. Except so your they brother. can harvest. Well, yeah, they moved him over to the U.S. But anyway, so they. Uh, hey, They've been going over to Africa to harvest all these rare metals because they need Big it. Big shout out to Joe. <laughs> what up, bro? What up, Joe? Jai Jing. Jai Jing. But we call him Joseph. Shushu, Jai Jing. That means uncle. He's just said uncle. Shushu. <laughs> That's my uncle, bro. Like <laughs> Chinese so shitty, the podcast. <laughs> Help me, please. So anyway, China's been investing all this money in Africa because they need these rare metals so that they can make more iPhones and shit, right? Those rare metals, they've got a fuck ton of them over in Japan right now, right? So now China's going to be like, hey, Japan, what's going on over there? Uh, remember that time you, like, raped Nanking and stuff? Um, we're going to need some metals to make up for that. So I'm thinking this could spawn, like, an Asian war where, like, they're fighting Whoa. over the metals that are off the coast there. Dude, can't beat Japan, bro. He's got Godzilla. Well, did. I mean, didn't they kill that mug? I'm just I mean, saying, like... I'm talking about in real How life. How big of a deal is this now that they're not rare anymore? Well, it's if they're still rare if you don't have them. Yeah. Think about it. Mark Zuckerberg's money is extremely rare to you because you have none of it. Yeah, vaginas. Vaginas. <laughs> Super rare to you it's not because rare. you're married. My, my goal for this podcast is to get some of that Zuckerberg money. One. And two... Um, I don't really care. Okay, next hot take. This leads perfectly into it. Zuckerberg testifies, testifies. Zuckerberg testifies at DC hearings, denies recording users' conversations. So he's denying that he's been recording people through their cell phones. Like the conversations you have, he, the people have been saying that like Facebook is always listening to you. And he's saying, nah, we wouldn't do that to you, bro. Here's the thing. Your cell phone is. So yeah. whether. See, also, who cares? Yeah. I like, mean, it's, I don't, I got nothing to hide. And how does Zuckerberg hear us if he's not recording? Well, it's it, not that he doesn't. He's not saying that he's not saying that he hears. Like he's collecting data. Like you put data on Facebook all the time. Of course he is. He needs to know how to learn to be human. <laughs> okay, so you're going with the lizard thing. I'm not saying lizard. I wish you conspiracy theorists would make up your mind. Is Zuckerberg a robot or a lizard? Which he's, one is he? He's a robot. Robot working for the lizards. How he gets down is his business. <laughs> is he down with the Lizard King? You know that dude gets down with some weird shit. You know what? I'm just going to start a new conspiracy theory right now that I hope a lot of people don't really care about. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg is a time traveler, mm. and he's coming from the past Whoa. to study people from the future okay. so that he can learn more and make sure that we don't repeat all the mistakes that we've made now. Wow. And so, yeah, that's that's actually his deal. So he's not he's not a robot. He just has like a severe form of autism that everyone had in the 1800s. No, yeah. Hashtag back to the past. 
I feel like autism could be reclassified as just living in the 1800s. No, he's, he doesn't have autism. He's just from the past. So he's yeah, not yeah. as smart as us. Like, think, but they uh, sent him here to study us with some like advanced technology. They're like, study all this shit and then bring this. it back to us so that we can know not to fuck up. Take and this. Elect. The social Elon network. Musk. So, okay. I won't say it. Sorry. I don't mean to hop in like that. I don't that, know who's listening. But I think you can interrupt any conversation with Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, <laughs> you can. could. But On this podcast, you can. Elon Musk has said this, and I really believe this. Mm. The brightest minds, the most adept engineers and software developers yes. are working towards one goal, and that is how to make better advertisements. Ooh, that is so very true. That's what... Zuckerberg's like whole life mission, his whole everything about Facebook is built on manipulating us into making deeper connections with each other, yeah, so that he can sell ads to us. Mm-hmm. Which, All I know is that if I get a Facebook ad trying to sell me some rice wine, right? I'm gonna be like, All right, dude's fucking up, like he's he's cheating, yeah, he, he lied to the Supreme Court or whoever the fuck there's true shit. Also at the same time, have you ever? Like felt like Mark Zuckerberg in explaining technology to someone that's sixty years old because I totally yeah. felt every emotion he was feeling. He was Absolutely, like, <laughs> absolutely. Every single one of those senators was like, "How does the internet work?" <laughs> and he was basically like, "Did you try turning it off and turning it back on?" This like, is the problem with having old ass white dudes in Congress because they never leave. They're not updated. It's like they're running DOS up at the Capitol Hill, and we're all like on iPhones and shit, and they don't know how to start their. Phone fucking computers they're still playing Oregon Trail over there they're like unplugging what happens it, if you die a missionary dude it's insane alright let's move on um Spotify announces bundle deal with Hulu basically they're saying $7.99 you get Hulu and Spotify in the same package now does that make you more or less likely to cancel your Netflix subscription as Mike here's the thing is that they've had that for a while for students I think Wait, have they really where you can get both for the same price? Yeah, if you signed up what? for Spotify back in the day, uh-huh. you got Hulu for free. If I no. remember correctly or something like that. No way. I should have yeah. gone to school, man, because I've been paying <laughs> full price for Netflix and Apple Music, and I feel like they're both better services. Isn't that hysterical? Shout out to Apple Music. Shout outs to Netflix. Please sponsor us. I Please. actually have, I think Spotify is a better service, but Apple Music integrates more deeply with my life. Because I'm all bought into the system. Can I so, go back to the student discounts thing? Isn't it amazing that you spend like twenty, thirty, forty, up to a hundred thousand dollars on student loans? They're just railing you with those fees, and then at the last second, they're like, "Oh, but you get half off, thirty percent off discount on Amazon Prime." That's the way we're going to pay you back for going that much money into debt. Yeah, yeah. A third of my income goes towards student loans. I know there's a lot of uh, of us out there that are feeling that third. pain, but like when you Oof. look at the percentage rate, like they can, the federal government can increase those interest rates at any time. Dude, you could have been a baby daddy for two children with that money. What? Think how many kids you could have had and just been a like a deadbeat dad with that much money. I mean, who says I'm not? Well, he wouldn't have gotten the job though. That's the thing is he's got the job Uh, because he got the degree. Who says I got the degree? Ooh, that's really true. Yeah. See, this is what's happening to people like me who come from low SES, uh, Thing is, you go to SES? school. Yeah, low economic, socioeconomic. Oh, status. okay, okay. You go to school, and because you don't like say the words, write the grades, whatever, like culturally, <laughs> you're 
you're you're outcast. You know, you can't afford to buy the backpack with your name like tattooed all over it and shit. I don't think they tattoo backpacks, but go on. Well, they Dad's do if they're paying for your like rent. You're working a minimum wage job or sure. someone's pissing on you for stacking Money. Up boxes oh. and shit. Oh, and well, I, I had a different job, but it was similar. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, and, and you go to school for a degree that is for an industry that's already, like, obsolete. I just want to clarify, I got peed on in college to pay my rent. Hot. It happens. And uh, and then, you you know, like, life happens and you can't go back to school because it's no longer economically viable. Mm-hmm. And you go out into the real world and get yourself a job and you actually start making a living. Pretty good. Which moves us to our next topic. We ready? Yeah. Okay. This That's is what I did. Other end of life. Don't go to college. Arlie Ermey. Drop out. Arlie Ermey, dead. Sergeant from Full Metal Jacket, dead at 74. No, not that dude. Yep. Passed away today. He passed he away. He was so cool. He was cool. He was the best. Wait. That, that dude, yeah. like, got his the job. Sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. That dude, like, got his job from what I understand. He got his job because. <laughs> He was actually in the military, and he was like that. Yeah. And they were like, we love that. Just do that. And he became an actor just from doing that shit. Like, I wish I could do that, but I don't know how well this sells. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> I don't See, know how well that sells as just, like, a line in general. Like, <laughs> is that going to be your thing? The thing for you is something that everyone says, but wonder, just the way you okay. say it is, like, different? No, I feel like I know that guy's dead now. But the whole point of that movie is how, like, the military dehumanizes people to the point where they, like, commit suicide. Right. Which is what a lot of veterans do today. True. Um, and, you know, shout out to veterans. I know it's hard out there. Um, mm. My brother's a veteran. Mm. And he has had a rough go of it. I love you, bro. I was so, a veteran, too. Don't play like that. What? But I'm what just, do you mean? I'm just saying, like, that guy was in the Marines. He got uh-huh. the job because he was an asshole. Yeah. He may be a good guy and just acting, whatever. Was and he an asshole? he kills himself in the movie. That's not nice. How does he feel now? It's a fucking... Wait, the guy who killed himself in the movie is probably still alive. Yeah, And the dude that fine. was being an asshole is dead now, so he's probably like, ha <laughs> gotcha. But, <laughs> like... You can't knock the dude for being a brilliant actor yeah, just from being great. naturally good at what he did. Like, Think about how good – he's better at roast material than most comedians I know. Oh, You're my so God. Gay, you could yes. suck a golf ball through a water hose. Think about that for a second. That's that, a powerful visual. That guy was – he was – I mean, aside from – like, I get what you're saying. Dude was kind of an asshole. For but sure. He was such a good asshole – that they, like, made him job. famous for it. Like, yeah, he was... That was his job. That's he was Sparta, His bitch. job was to make weak people stronger yeah. by... I mean, that's how you do it. If you have a little, you, you don't know because your brother was the same age. But little brother, little brother, you pick on him, pick on him, pick on him. When someone picks yeah. on him at school, he doesn't have any fucking Kicks thing to worry about because he's got an older brother that's been doing it better. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's your girl waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Probably. Well, Feldman, it was good having you on the podcast. Thank you for shooting the show with you us. You don't have any more hot topics? I can do, I I do. do one more. Uh, we'll do one more hot take. Make her wait. This one's the funniest Make her one. wait, 2008. Team. Oh, I will. Make her wait. Pretty cool. Next hot take. Amazon warehouse workers caught paying into bottles to save time at work. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Jeff Bezos <laughs> has cut every corner possible, just tried to fuck his workers over as much as possible so that he can save that little bit of money. And then what do they do? They pee in bottles at work, and now there's this public outcry about Amazon warehouses. But nobody cares. 
That's the like. That's the saddest part. It's not like I don't care or anything like that. I'm just saying that, like, so much shit comes out mm. about things of that, your asshole. Yeah, dude, I mean, I've but, worked in places where I've peed in some of the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest place. Like, I've worked in an office job. I was like at a luxury apartment homes where mm-hmm. I like was in the office. Sure. And there were times where I would be like walking across the property mm-hmm. and be like. Oh shit! Okay, so this place is empty. I'll just I'll pee right here in the bushes, like. Wow. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> but it's like just to save just to save the time. They're afraid that they're gonna get, lose their job. Yeah, yeah. Peeing in a bottle. Yeah, because they don't literally don't have time to run over there. Which I mean, I've seen people that. So <laughs> I knew a guy that was a construction worker, and he said that one time he was working late at night, and there were these like poor like Indian immigrants. And they had to work out of their car because they were delivering stuff to different sites and they were doing it kind of like non-unionized or whatever. And one of the things they would do is they had a hole that was cut into the bottom of the van and they were shitting out of the bottom of the van as they <laughs> drove down the road. Which awesome. is amazing. It shows commitment to the job. It also is super sad because you just have to think about some Indian dude just hanging his ass like maybe four or five inches away from the cold, hard ground as he just shits driving and down the road. And you get one of those ones, like a bounce. He hits a speed bump and his ass goes through and hits the gravel. Brother, dude, oh, when I was 16, my dad got me a. Well, it wasn't. He didn't buy it for oh, me, but my first car when I was growing up was a 1976 Trans Am. It's badass. Looked like fucking Smokey and the Bandit, Batmobile. It didn't have the T tops, so mm-hmm. more Batmobile. Sure, but the floor pans were rusted out. Oh wow! And so there was this hole in the floor pan. About the size of an apple. Mm, Pretty okay. good size. But we had the, the floor mat that covered it up. Uh-huh. And I was driving down 1585 one time and a rock shot up through that hole and hit me in the back of the oh, leg. Oh, no. And I about put the car in the ditch. I skidded around oh. and I almost stopped and I was like, oh, it's all right. I just got hit by a rock. No big deal. Oh, but, dude, would... when I got out, I had the biggest whelp on my leg. Oh, God. And I can't oh, imagine if kept gosh. catching that in the ass crack while you're shitting on the highway. Just imagine taking a rock to the asshole. Oh. <laughs> Those Amazon pussies need to chill out. They do, it man. could be a lot worse. You could be shitting on I-27 right now, all right? Just think about it. <laughs> Jeff Bezos should come out there with a picture, a diagram of these Indian workers and be like, look, it's not so bad. At least you get to leave at some point. You can yeah. piss on your own time, all right? Right. Well, the other thing I will say to that is, you know, the government could come out and say— Of the closet. Everybody, we're cutting off your right arm. Ooh. And people were like, oh, that sucks. And you'd see a joke about it on SNL, and then nothing would happen. <laughs> people would be like, oh, man, life was totally different ever since I had my right arm, and now I don't have it. Man, fuck the government. And that's all you hear. That's it. That'd be the end of it. It wouldn't yeah. change, you don't think? Nothing would happen. Do you no think one would, no would, would write letters. Because you don't think- how much of the population is left-handed? Dude, that's so much of it. No. that's the best line of the night 100% now I feel like Bernie Sanders will be out there being like we gotta hand out more arms we're gonna give arms to everybody you get a free arm you get a robot arm Universal. Okay, look, the, the system works. Why, you know, is, the why is Bernie Sanders all of a sudden the Jewish Oprah? Like, you get a robot arm. You get a robot arm. Believe in the system. I believe in the system. I am Bernie Sanders, the cyborg socialist. We're here to change <laughs> lives and make dreams happen. Uh, ever flip off somebody with their robot arm? Beautiful. I like that. Now you can. 
Give them the metal finger, baby. Give them the metal bird, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Feldman, do you want to hang around to do an advice show, or do you need to bail? Just make a wait. Yeah, make them wait. Make them wait. 2018. Make them wait. What are we doing now on time? Are we halfway through? What do you mean? I don't, I don't know what the time is, dude. The clock like is not running. It's like the word, like, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Time isn't okay. real. All right, time is not a real thing. Fine. We're going to do advice show. All right, let's do advice. Okay, you ready? Yeah, who Everybody needs advice? Okay. <laughs> we're ready. I'm just going to read it, and then you're just going to give you advice. You ready? Yeah, I feel like we're all involved in this, so let's just Are all... Are you ready, Thomas? Well, because advice. I don't want crossfire. I don't want people talking over the questions. So I don't want like people to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's Make do advice show. I'm a 23-year-old guy from Canada who's been confused about this for weeks now. I don't really know how else to say it, but my mom, who's 41 years old, has been acting very strange for the past month, month or two, when my dad isn't at home. She's been dressing up in revealing outfits she normally would never did, and she's walking around the house wearing them when it's just the two of us at home. My mom is my best friend, and my relationship with her has been nothing short of amazing, but now I'm starting to get worried about what's happening because whatever this is isn't ending. Let me give you an example. Four days ago, she was walking around the house wearing full makeup and an extremely tiny skirt, but just doing regular housework. I've never in my entire life seen my mother's legs on display like that, ever. Two days ago, she was wearing tight jeans and a very low-cut top revealing her chest and her bra. This made it very difficult for me to even talk to her when she was standing in front of me, and I ended up going back to my room. I know some of you might think that I'm overreacting and that there's nothing wrong, but like I said, she's never dressed like this before, especially when it's just the two of us at home. She's also not going out wearing these clothes, but only wearing them around me. On top of that, she also has become very touchy. She'll lean on me when she's watching TV or using her phone, and even slap my butt as she's walking past me. She could just be joking or messing around because she doesn't laugh uh, after doing this. But to be honest, I don't know at this point. None of this stuff has happened prior to these past four months. Maybe I'm thinking too much about this and making it a bigger deal than it actually is, but I've waited a while and there are no signs of it stopping. I don't really know how to dis- discuss this problem with anyone else in person, so this is where I've come for help. I'm also an only child, so I don't have any siblings that I can go talk oh, to. Oh, shit. If you don't have anything nice to say, just please ignore this. Um, hopefully some people there can give me help and give you some real honest advice. Thanks. Okay, my first thing is this. is like, what a sexist child. <laughs> so you're okay. blaming blame the child, right? Well, That's just, wait a minute, wait a minute, though. Because he said, that he's, he said he's 23 and his mom is 41. Right. So when she got, when she had him, she was 18. Uh, so fuck. what's going on now is I don't know how old the dad is, uh-huh. but if I'm guessing 18 year old getting pregnant, maybe a little bit older guy, sure. he's starting to look a lot like daddy in his prime. Mm. So oh, maybe, shit. maybe just maybe. You know, usually they say that man's thing is that he's always attracted to his mother, right? But now you have a reversal of this, which is kind of the interesting Freudian thing to me, you know? Oedipus backwards, bro. What's interesting to me is that this perverted child thinks his his mom is attracted to him. But, like, okay, let's look at the It almost seems like he thinks that she's, like... Putting on for him. Yeah, like, trying to to seduce her child. Like, that seems yeah. weird to me. That's because the point of the post, dude. I, I've, I've never had that happen mm. with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, but also, I don't think my mom was a hoe because she didn't get pregnant at 18. So maybe your mom's a hoe. No. I know that's not something nice maybe to say. Maybe she's a late life hoe. That's not, well, she got maybe pregnant at 18. Is that late in life? Man. That's what I'm saying. 
You know, was she married? This is what happens. It's it's always the ones that get pregnant at 18 are always the ones that were like, okay, they were good for a long time, and then they don't know what contraceptives are, and then they have sex one time and immediately Well, where did pregnant. he say he was from? He said he was from... Uh, Canada. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know how the rules work in Canada. Well, they it's can't get up condoms up there. It's too People cold. People probably stay inside a lot. <laughs> um, they can't get condoms. And if they do, it's always like too. bare intestine or some shit. There's like hey, a hole at the end of it. What do you mean? It's all right. Cold. Well, I just want to give my advice to the kid real quick because okay, my, right. my advice would be, dude, just try it. You might like it. You never know. Just like, hit it swing. Once. If you just, miss, you miss. But I, it sounds like she wants some dick. Yeah. Give her that Oedipus dick, man. That's what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. My yeah. advice Oedipus that is shit up. more... Don't fuck your mom. <laughs> That's the only other advice. I take Daniel Clayton. Don't fuck your mother. Don't fuck your mom. Get some help, man. Just nah. get some help. Nah, man. Just go out there and like. Just try it. You know what? Like the difference between incest porn and just regular porn. Mm. So you turn off the volume. What? Oh, yeah. Right. You're right. He's got to get like, points. Start watching that shit on mute. I don't know, man. I really, I really hmm. didn't like garlic when I was growing up. I hated garlic. Yeah. But as an adult. I love garlic. And maybe right. having sex with your mom is just your garlic. We just you need to just, disgusting. You just need to try it. Chaotic time. Where <laughs> anything goes. Oh, George Bush my, is here. Please my continue. My mother has lost all sense of reality. She's lonely. And she's trying to seduce me. What does this country come to? If you ask his mother. How's he? His mother's like, I am feeling more confident about my body and myself. I'm happier than I've been in a long time, and I think I'm ready for a relationship. I just realized I completely fucked you up on advice. I hope you didn't tune out of the podcast before this. You are 23 years old, uh -huh. and you live with your mother. Right. She's dressing like this because you need to move the fuck out. Maybe she's she all is trying to shit. chase you away. You are so right. She's trying to make you feel so. Awkward. She wants you, you to be uncomfortable guys, and get the fuck out of there. You know what's embarrassing? Well, I hope he didn't hear like two or three minutes to come up with that solution. That is so embarrassing. I hope he didn't like. We I hope he didn't tune into shit first. I so, hope he didn't tune into like fuck your mom and then left and went and tried shit. to fuck his. <laughs> Which means her, your her, her, his mom right now is playing like her, his, his, her, 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 her. All right, look, I was homeschooled. All right, everything Fuck can be off. edited. Huh. It's fine. So, so you spent a lot of time with your mom, huh? So well, that's gonna move on. <laughs> Not fucking ridiculous, ridiculous thing you just said. So here's the thing about it, though, right? You have two options. Okay, you can one move out, or two, you can uh, play chicken with her a little bit. Right, like you can push it just and a little get bit further. And get arrested. Sexual assault. And just, no, don't just lean into it. You know what I mean? It's like gay chicken. Just like you just play the game a little bit, and you just wait until she bails out. And then if she doesn't, you fucked your mom. I can't believe I told the twenty-three-year-old to fuck his mom. Like, okay. I'm not proud. Stephen Feldman. I'm not proud. Do y'all guys not remember like in like in like the Odyssey, like when he realizes that he slept with his daughter or whatever? He cuts his eyeballs out. First of all, that's Oedipus. Second of all, you know, you're right. You're right. Second of all, yeah. it's his mom. It's his it's mom his that mother. he sleeps with. It's yeah. his mother. Yeah. His daughter's Antigone. That's another story. Okay. But he cuts his eyeballs out. Yeah. He pokes them out because he can't stand looking at his That is your future, his young home man. Mom. Young man. Get a job. But Focus on your career. Make money. Yeah, find move, a lady. That move will out find that because attractive. your mom is trying to scare you away with her... 
probably pretty gross like she's 41 i'm not yeah. saying they look bad but they probably got a little bit of cottage cheese on them they probably don't look great probably and i mean I'm guessing i'm let's just, just guessing. get real there i mean that and those boobs have seen better days yeah for sure they like, used to feed you they're probably sagging a little bit yeah i mean they've had your mouth on them before man you know what i'm saying you don't want that shit again it's time uh, to move on i was formula i don't know the math on that <laughs> but however long you were breastfed for it's at least you know too 23 long. years you know, or I a few less. A girl. Like, well, I didn't date How long do they breastfeed in Canada? Maybe the problem is he didn't get enough breast milk, and she's just trying to offer a little more nourishment on the way out the door. Uh, it's yeah, like your mom why... saying, hey, do you want a sandwich before okay. you leave? You that's why he's not strong enough to move out of the house at 23. So in the 1800s, right, okay. this is what young, uh, like, rich men would have done today. Sure. Like the maid or their, like, you know, like their, whoever took care of them mm-hmm. would... Rub them off before they went to sleep. So that Ew. Sleep. Yeah. Ew. That was a practice back in the, like, 1800s. Is that well, where the term wet dream, dream comes from? All right. Probably. Make, make them wait is over for me, guys. Um, All right, Feldman. Make them wait. 2018. Hey, do not fuck your mother. Any Everybody. Everybody. Don't fuck your mom. Everybody. Let's say if together that's the only thing means. On the count of three. One, two, three. Don't, don't fuck, fuck your, your mom. mom. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This has been... A thing. Yeah, it's been cool. Off. Good night. It. Night. And that's Feldman. He's walking Hold on, away. Ricky. <laughs> Hold on, Ricky. Classic <laughs> reference. Well, now it's just us, you and me, John Lewis. Yeah. We're gonna close this close this thing out, man. Yeah, we got like what, 10, 15 minutes left, right? Do we really? Yeah. That's way longer than I thought it was gonna be. We took we burned through hot takes and the advice. So I mean I still have advice to give that man. I feel like and this is going to be real. Like, I, I've saved my real advice till he was out the door, but I'm just going to level with you now because I was afraid he was going to call the cops. This is what you really got to do. You got to kill your mom. That's what you got to do. No. Yeah. I'm not really feeling that vibe. You know, I'm you feeling gotta, more like, young man, you're spending too much time in front of the computer. Mm. You need to get outside. You mm-hmm. need to get a mentor. You need to focus on your life. Well, that's and because you're a millennial snowflake. That's why you feel that way. I, myself... I'm pretty tough. I, you're, well... You're tough for a snowflake. All right. You're tough until the temperature rises above zero degrees Celsius, at which point you melt. Okay? I am like an zero iguana. Degrees. All right. I'm an iguana. I can go out there. I can, like, weather anything that happens just south of the equator. I, like, oh. I'm an equatorial animal. I can go into hot water, man, and just keep on swimming. That's the thing about me that you got to remember, dude. And this is the hot advice I'm giving this boy. All right? Commit murder. You need to kill your mom. Because if you don't kill your mom, what's going to happen is, one, she's either going to kick you out of the house, or two, you're going to have to fuck your mom. And you don't want to do that. That's not something you can do, buddy. Or you can just move out. Well, that's a lame answer. Hot take. I don't know how. Hot take with Dan and Clayton. Okay, cool. I mean, here's the thing, too. A lot, it's harder to move out now, right? Like, it used to be really easy, I feel like, back in the day because the cost of living was so low. You could you just go live I, anywhere. I moved out. How? It's cold. You're 18 now. See ya. <laughs> did your parents just give you the boot? Yeah. Well, the foster home. But foster home. Yeah, I gotcha. Where did you, where did you live when you got kicked out? I, uh, the foster home dropped me off at my grandparents. Wow. And I lived there for about a month, and then they helped me get an apartment. Goodness. What was that first apartment like? Uh, it was really nice, actually. Really? Because my, you know, like, uh, I got a lot of furniture, uh-huh. and uh, 
The thing is that I was young and naive, and when I signed up for the apartment, the apartment manager had me pay a $1,500 deposit. It's uh, a lot of money, especially for an 18-year-old to have. Jeez. Yeah, it was a lot of money. And I didn't know what was going on, and so yeah, yeah. Uh, what was happening is that the apartment manager was uh, having people pay these huge deposits and pocketing the money, Ooh. and she got in big trouble and was let go. Yikes. And I didn't ever get my money back. Oh, that sucks. But it's like, it's really hard. Wait, she didn't go to trial or court or anything for stealing? Well, I mean, like, yeah, probably she went to, like, uh, it's called just getting fired. Ah, that's so shitty. What a terrible thing to do to someone. Yeah, it was to a lot of people. But, you know, like, uh, I lived, like, a couple blocks from the college. Yeah. I went to college, and it was a good time. They were good times. So, well, I mean, you got through it, you know, probably made you a stronger person because you went through all that, right? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, going back, it's harder for like young people to just venture out on their own. Because you said that like an old pastor, young people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm like almost, <laughs> I'm like, I'm 29. I'm going to be 30. <laughs> that's not old. 30 is not old, dude. It's not. But Think about it. That's a third. But that's when, one third of the way you interact with someone who's like 19 years old mm-hmm. and you're 10 years older than them, you feel that. You're like, mm-hmm. holy shit, dude. Like, just like focus on what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, it is pretty amazing, isn't it? It's bizarre how much you learn. The, the weird part to me is from zero to 10, like you're really learning a lot. But to like the naked eye, it doesn't look like that much. Mm. You know what I mean? The real development, like you're not even like developed enough as an adult for another 10 years. Like yeah. you can't, the first 20 years of your life, you're basically completely inept. Like you can't do hardly anything until yeah. you're like 20, especially now. Like back in the day, if you were 16, they'd put you out in the field. 14, you could start working. You know? Well, I think, yeah, I think it's cultural maturity. Mm. I think if you're forced to to like take ownership of your life or take ownership of what you're trying to do, then you, you'll learn the strategies that are, you know, uh, for survival. Right. But, you know, nowadays it's like, there's so many things that you can do instead of be responsible. Yeah. Like you can just be on your cell phone like constantly, or you can like be really into anime or like you can just have like a mild drug problem or you can just like masturbate a lot. Or you can just like masturbate to anime while having a mild drug problem. There you go. And you know, it's just like there's so many different ways to like occupy your time nowadays. Mm -hmm. Whereas before you didn't have that, it was all boredom. And like literally the only thing you had was the potential of maybe getting married and then like Yeah, and being like you know being slightly sexually active. Yeah. Maybe. It's (laughs) easier now to make a living than it was in the past. That's true. What's difficult is that we have more distractions now Mm. than ever. In history. Well, more expenses, too. Like, life is generally more expensive based on the fact that we have to do more. Yeah. I mean, what's actually... like Cognitively, we have to do way more than we had to do 100 years ago. For sure. And we have more information entering our minds on a daily basis than some people experience in a lifetime. Yeah. Like, like every year, we create more information, written information, data, whatever, than ever in the history of the world, ever. It's amazing. How are you not going crazy? Amazing. Well, it's it's bizarre. Like probably four or five years ago, we passed a marker where because of the cell phone, we had taken more pictures than all the pictures that have been taken in the history of humanity. Ever. Ever. Within the course of a year, we did that. And half of them are chicks doing this. Yep. Looking like a duck. Oh, I got boobs. 
Look at my boobs. I like it when you say that. I got hula hoops. Look at my hula hoop. Look at my coffee and my feet. I just painted my toes. I'm at the beach. I have a baby. Hashtag just girly things. <laughs> Look at my dog. Can we be done with the point of view shots? Like the, the POV where it's just your feet wherever you're at? Uh, sure. I mean, like... Is that is that over yet? Or are people still doing that? There's going to be so many things. Like, there was this thing the other day where the dude was, like, taking beautiful landscapes, mm. but his balls were just, like, hanging <laughs> in the frame. Like, the most immaculate landscapes. And it's just freaking <laughs> testicles hanging in there. Was it, like, blurred out so you couldn't tell? No. Oh, you could tell there were... You see the testicles. Were there some hairy nuts? Uh, I would say that they were, like... They looked like veiny, normal, nuts. veiny nuts. You're just like, wow, dude. Like, were they hanging low like it was guy. a warm day or they kind of scrunched up? I think you, it was like a barometer. Oh, okay. you could really tell. It's like, oh, okay, he's high up there. All right. They're hanging low. <laughs> <laughs> the oxygen's really thin up here. They don't have to breathe nearly as hard. Holy shit. No, wait, you have to breathe hard. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I was homeschooled. You have to breathe more the further up you get. That's how that works. I, I don't know how it works. I just know that, like, Look, all I know is when you are south of the equator, when you flush your balls, they go the opposite direction. That's all I know. I think that's a myth. Really? Yeah. Well, then what happens when you flush your balls? I've never really paid attention. Really? Well, I didn't know I got them. You should sometime. For me, it's an extremely painful thing, and I've only ever done it three or four times. Have you ever, like, accidentally, like, just slapped your balls? Yeah, a couple times. Like, just, just, like being stupid i mean it wasn't like this will be fun and then i whacked it it was just like accidentally things strike them and then like my favorite thing is like when you're uh wearing sweatpants mm. and you pull up the sweatpants and you just like pop them <laughs> and then you accidentally like catch your boy <laughs> because the stretchy band is just too thick yeah you're oh. just like you just pull them up and you're like pow and you're like Oh, it hurts. It smarts so bad. Uh, One time I was on a zip line and the harness went around like your groin area. Oh. And the instructor had told us before, you better move some furniture around before you go down that thing. And I'd forgotten to do it. So when I got up to the top, I was readjusting shit in full view of everyone that was at this fucking camp. <laughs> so it was just like probably 20, 30 people watching me move my nutsack around on a 50 foot high pole up, to, up in the middle of nowhere. You know what's really sad is that the young man, his mom experienced that. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why. Oh, we're going back to the man in Canada. I, I'm just saying there's no reason why your mom thinks you're hot. Go get a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we all went, like, completely ridiculous directions with it. And Not yours, ridiculous, like super sexual. Yours, your direction is the one that's the most believable. Like, yours is the one where it's like, oh, this is a sincere opinion. Like, yeah. it's, it's the most, like, believable one out of everyone's opinion. Yeah, don't be fucking disgusting. No, don't be weird. Yeah. Like, read Just a don't. book. Talk to a female. That's not your mom. Yeah. She, but you're so right. The reason that woman has her cleavage hanging out is because she wants him to leave. That's what that is. Yeah. Like, she well, just wants that him was to actually, out of the house. Actually. No, that was Feldman's yeah, point. Yeah, I and it was inspired that idea. But that was Feldman. It was just so smart. Like, that's 100% true. That's all that she wants. She just wants you to get out of the fucking house, dude. Just leave, you know? Yeah, man. Get, like, a online school addiction. Yeah, where man. you're just, like... You're in DeVry. You're yeah. at Phoenix. Stay at, like, an internet cafe until you shit yourself and die. Okay. that That's one way to go about this. Don't commit 
atrocities. I'm not sure how we got from move out to stay at an internet cafe and shit yourself and die. I'm just saying, like, that's better than being a fucking pervert. I mean, I guess. Most things are better than being a fucking pervert, though. Right? Okay. Yeah, most things are. You know, I am really proud of the work that has been put in in this room in the past couple of months. Yeah. You know, it's a journey. We're it is. moving. We're learning. We're putting it together. Mm-hmm. And the viewers are leading. Yeah. I mean, th- th- that's growing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like it, for anyone that has stayed on till now mm-hmm. to thank listen you. to me and John Lewis. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. From the bottoms of our heart, we thank you. Someday, if you come to Lubbock or, you know, we meet you at some point, I'd love to buy you a beer. You know, like that's that's how much pride I feel. You know, one thing I thought was really interesting, and this, like, this is the most compelling thing. The one was when the girl from Puerto Rico reached out to us, right? That oh. was really cool. And then the other thing was Paul, well, the last time he was here on last week's episode, he showed us his phone and he'd been on this weird, like, Android-based app. And he'd seen the episode that was right after the transgender issue episode that we had, the one that kind of, like, caused a little bit of, like, chaos or whatever and there was a girl on there who said don't apologize you guys are hot which I thought was hilarious because it showed one this girl was so invested in the plot line of this episode that she thought it was worthwhile to just comment and throw in her take you know like that's somebody who's actually invested in the plot line of the whole show like that someone who listened like two or three episodes to figure out what was going on with it and then committed to it and then left that comment I don't remember your name lady but thank you for saying that, that I think was really was Kendall's aunt no, I think that was a joke, dude. Oh. Because he said that about another bitch earlier. Well, shout out. Tune in next week. We're going to have somebody that's going to cancel on us. Perfect. <laughs>